The Unusual Podcast presents These Men Exist True Stories Real People I'm out here in Festa. I came to see my parents. Before Lagos or Nigeria either goes into a shutdown or, I don't know, coronavirus. By the time you listen to this podcast, it will either be still a shutdown or things would have somehow reverted back to normal. Iawowa, our girlfriend, our wife. Why do you allow your friends and family call her that? When you know you are not going to marry her. Welcome to the final episode of the unusual podcast, These Men Exist. It's been a huge honor to have you listening to my podcast from episode one up until now. This series has been one of true stories. I don't know what the next series will bring, but this one I have personally enjoyed working on. I've learned a couple of things about how people stay in relationships that are not pleasant and why they do it. I've learned that... I can say this and this about your situation, but knowing if I would not do the same thing if I find myself in that same situation is knowledge I can only have when I am in that situation. I like love. I like what love stories represent, hope and the future. I strongly believe that there are super amazing men out there who have gone through horrible things in the hands of women as well. This is me trying to reach out to you. I want to hear your story. I want to know what you've been through as well. If you can, send me a voice note, theunusualpodcast at gmail.com or send me a DM on Twitter, unusual underscore podcast. I'm actually very interested. One of the best relationships I ever had (laughs) happened in... 2016 to 2017 didn't start off so great uh, because we tried to date a year before that and he was honestly an amazing amazing guy and I just felt like it wasn't real I felt like it was fake I felt like what like these men don't exist like he just did everything right and I just thought it wasn't true and so we broke up because I really didn't know how to receive his love And then fast forward a year later, I reached out to him, apologized, and we got back together. And it was honestly amazing. This is the kind of person that would um, turn up at my office with different things that I liked. He didn't really have like the most money, which for me is never a problem, but he was very intentional. Uh, He took note of my favorite fruit and will bring it to my office. Uh, He made sure I was always okay, even if he would just find a way to make sure I was okay. I remember there were times when I was living far away and he was living closer to my office. So I was living with an aunt in uh, V. Okay, let me just explain. I was living about an hour and 30 minutes from my office and he lived about 30 minutes to my office and something that is very 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 typical in Lagos is the traffic so he would make sure every day without fail I would drive to his house and he would drive me to my aunt's house and take a bus home every day without fail like he was consistent like he would always tell me I need to show you how you should be treated he never he never got comfortable 
we dated uh, for about a year. Then he moved to America <laughs> and he left. But even as he moved, the first job he got, the first paycheck he got, what does he do? He buys me a ticket to come and see him and his family. And I'm that kind of person, like, I do not want to meet your family. You don't need to be my family until we know we we getting married, like, for real. And it just felt right with him. It really felt right with him. And I took a trip and I was with his family. And also, it was an amazing experience. Um, ooh, the first thing when I landed, he ordered... <laughs> some appliances I know it sounds stupid but I'm that kind of person I just love like things that make things easier in the kitchen I love to cook and he ordered me this set of appliances he saw on TV I mean he was fresh in America saw this advert on TV or it was um, it was like a chopper machine and he was like I know she would love that and that was the first gift he got me as I landed I saw this on TV and I thought of you and I was just like wow another thing he did like he was just really really amazing um when we were doing long distance and i was still in nigeria he would ask me certain questions and i didn't understand why he was asking me the questions like oh what kind of hair products do you like because he knows i was always like obsessed with hair care and he would take note of all these things what i didn't know was that he's at, he was actually saving up and he managed to find a beauty supply store where he lives now he lived somewhere that was like remote like a white man area so it was hard for him to find this place and he found a beauty store and the second day i was there he drove me there and he was like babe take like he was like babe here you are pick up anything you want like kid in a candy store mate he let me shop throughout a beauty supply store and if you guys know like oh my girls i love hair like it was amazing like i picked weave i picked extensions i picked some hedge like i picked anything and you could see him just standing there smiling like this is what he was wor working towards you know um and it was amazing like there were so many things i could pick out i remember he also took me like he just it was just those little things because we had dated in nigeria where he didn't really have as much and he was finally in the position where he felt i had enough and the first thing he wanted to do was to spoil me and i just was like yo are you real i remember we'd have conversations and i'd be like you're not real um yeah it was really amazing anyways things went downhill <laughs> when argument started with distance and just where he was at in life and <clears throat> what he was going through and just stuff he needed to deal with with himself and we went our separate ways and I'm gonna say this I haven't been able to love anyone as I loved him and I haven't been able to receive that kind of love or be treated in that way since him and it was ironic because his explanation as to why he broke up with me is because he felt i deserved better or while while we ended things because he felt i deserved better and he couldn't be the best for me and how i know this is because yeah i reached out to him about two years later just for what we girls like to call closure, which we know sometimes it's just a lie. And we had a chat and he told me he still loved me and I told him I still loved him. But, you know, life happens. And right now he got a baby with someone else. So, yeah. <laughs> <sighs>
Yeah. Cheating is one thing a lot of people were not able to decide if they could forgive or not until Beyonce did it and became a model for all to see. If Queen B did it, then who am I? Boyfriend C. I met him in school too, but we were friends. Good friends, then later friends with benefits, then feelings got in the way, but it was welcome. The only problem was he had a girlfriend that everyone expected him to marry because they had been together for too long. He traveled for his masters and we got even closer. He was perfect. He knew me more than I knew him. Just my first word on a chat, he can tell if something is wrong. I was happy I found the one, but the one could not make up his mind and he was aware anytime I had a new boyfriend because he still had his trophy girlfriend. He came to Nigeria after two years. We met and the sparks flew again. It became friends with glorified benefits. I left his brother's house and the main girlfriend came the next day to surprise him. He sent a picture to show me something and I noticed change of sheets. So I said, you don't want your babe to smell me on your bed, right? His response, oh no, we are in the main house. Apparently, we stayed in the BQ as the side chick that I am now. And when she came, they went in as the approved babe that she was. I felt really bad. And that was the day I told myself he'd never choose me. I told God I was tired of these relationships and I just wanted to be introduced to someone and we would learn to love ourselves in marriage. He traveled back and we continued our online romance. December of that same year, we had a quarrel that lasted longer than usual. Third week of December, I was introduced to someone and we started to hang out. Second week of January, he proposed at my sister's wedding reception while my supposed lover was in transit coming to Nigeria. He got here finally and I told him I was engaged. Then the real chase started. He started to act like he was going to pick me. I broke his heart. How can I leave him? The world will end for him. Blah, blah, blah. Have you broken up with your girlfriend? No. Do you have plans to? So what do you want from me now? He was silent. I went on planning my wedding, praying to God the whole time that I haven't made a mistake. After my wedding, he did his introduction, but was still on my case. It's almost three years of my marriage now. He is still unmarried, still in love with me, he says, and is still having a hard time letting me go. It took a lot of hard work and prayers for me to stay focused and not ruin my home because, of course, I still have strong feelings for him. After lots of counseling and advice from my sisters and friends, I finally let him go. And when I told him, he knew I was serious this time and he's learning to respect my decision and boundaries. Did I make a mistake accepting to marry someone after just one month? I still cannot answer that question. I had a boyfriend one time. He said he was a sailor and into other businesses. Later, I found out he was yet to pass the sailor entrance exam, not stuck of being one. Anytime he gives me money, he ends up borrowing all the money back in bits. Later, I started to go from one church to another 
where they told him to apologize to his mother. I jejeely carried myself out of there. Met one guy in an e-tree. He calls me to hang out later the next day. I went with my friend and we were shared between him and his friend. He drops us off and starts to walk around the compound. He pulls me into one corner, brings out his dick and starts to masturbate. He says he likes me so much, I should come and touch him. When last did I have sex? Let me give you money, please just touch me. I started to run out. He pulls me so hard, I scratch my elbow on the wall. That's how I ran away with my wounded elbow and cash in my hand, of course. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Once again, I'd like to say thank you so much for listening to the unusual podcast, These Men Exist, the series. I truly appreciate every single person who sent in a story, a message, a tweet, anything at all during the course of this project and those who sent in their stories as well. It's not very easy to share your deepest, darkest or the things that hurt you the most at some point in your life with a total stranger, which I believe I am to you or to most of you. The Unusual Podcast will come up with another series. I don't know if it's going to be about relationship or anything else. I can only hope that anytime I call out for help with your voice notes, with your messages, that you'll be open and willing to share. I'll keep you anonymous if you want and I'll share your name if you want. Thank you again for listening. It means so much to me that you do. Until next time on another series. My name is Feifei and this has been the unusual podcast, These Men Exist. <laughs>